Previously, on A New Frontier. Kira and his companions found themselves trapped in a prison cell in the underground hideout of the Thieves' Guild. They found out Captain Hora and the Thieves' Guild were going to steal a certain orb from the Temple of Risato sometime tonight. They also discovered down there the unconscious body of Captain Farana, who had been missing for a few weeks now. In the meantime, Fukrur, the jester, has just returned to the Ocean Spirit Inn on the boardwalk of Risato Pier. He was away on a military exchange and is resting in the main lobby, tired from his travels. There's a, a very nice ocean wind outside. It's maybe six in the evening. Uh, some seagulls flying by as well. And uh, we are in the internal lobby of the inn. And uh, we have uh, nobody in this room except for Fukur. Fukur, what are you doing in this room? I, I am playing the knife game with my, my hand. <laughs> I'm singing to myself and playing the knife game. Fukur is a sickly-looking, brown-haired, thin man with pointed ears, dressed in a dirty old jester outfit. He wears a terrifying mask on his face, and has an unpredictable feel about him. Okay, roll me dagger, please. So I have 17. Fukur has his right hand on the table, outstretched with each of his fingers separate. He's looking down, and has a very sharp dagger in his left hand. With almost an inhuman-like speed, he brings down the knife in a sharp motion, stabbing it right into the wood on one of the sides of his hand, and then suddenly between each of his fingers in a rapid motion. It almost looks like a sick game to him, trying to stab the wood as fast as he can between his fingers. Hey, Hatanaka, big man, can you open? Do I recognize the voice? Uh, you Make recognize Mayumi's voice, yes. I'm like, ah, it's Mayumi. <laughs> <laughs> I put my, my dagger back and I go open the door. What's up, dog? What's up? Been a while, Lee. Yeah, where have you been? Feels like three months. Mayumi is an 18-year-old girl of small build. She has short black hair, tan skin, and wears a red flexible suit. Her green eyes are sharp and threatening. I mean... Oh, I went on a hunt. Yeah, where were you hunting? Yeah, rabbit caught caught one. So, what have you been doing? Uh, I've been playing this knife game over here. Um, yeah. How long? Like, uh, when was the last time I saw you? Did you hear about that party that we that I went to a couple of days ago? <laughs> I do remember the party. Yeah. Yeah, it was lit. I mean, I wish you were there. That must be George. <laughs> I recognize that knock anywhere. <laughs> I go open the door. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so I'm a uh, seven foot one, half orc, 350 pounds, pretty fucking jacked, uh, uh, black hair. <laughs> Looks oddly like George Lorac, the hockey player, but no, no connection. <laughs> no relation. No, right? no relation. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we fought once together. Remember, we fought in that pit. I made a lot of money that that day, so I'm sure so did you. Yes, we fought in the pit with uh, that rich kid, and that guy who was fighting with shards of glass. Oh, yes, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah. you're carrying, like, a big satchel from your voyage. Uh, you're probably very tired right now. Maybe Where have you been, Golarak? I haven't seen you in years. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's been a long time. I've, uh, <clears throat> you know, just traveled south uh, trying to find, uh, find something to do, so I, you know, 
just fucking join the military like uh, any other kid who doesn't know what to do. So uh, yeah, now now I'm now I'm here. Sick. Do you know why you're here? Uh, I was actually just transferred uh, into uh, this this new regiment uh, full of foreigners. So so here we are. Everybody noticed uh, something strange. You all have these earrings of far speech. Even you have one, Galarak, from back in your old days working with the Order of Fall. You all notice a strange blue pulsation happening from uh, occurring in every single one of those earrings. Uh, it's pulsating at a very low rate. But it's like a blue light that's pulsating. I think we're low on battery, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody got an outlet? Yeah. <laughs> I, need, I need a Samsung micro USB. <laughs> no, that's my bad. I'm actually on customer service right now. <laughs> You're putting me on hold. Okay, but I've actually never seen these do this before, so I don't know what's Okay, you guys hear a little bit of static coming from your earrings, and you hear like a voice, like a distant voice in the ear. <laughs> Captain Hora, Lord Rixai expresses his disappointment with your failure to secure him the hard crystals. If you continue like this, let me warn you that there will be consequences. Then you hear uh, Captain Hora's voice. Watch your tone, Taro. You and I hold equal responsibility in the appropriation of the crystals. Regardless, we have one last attempt before he deems us unnecessary. I don't plan on losing my life because of your incompetence. You hear the sound of uh, someone pushing someone else against a wall, and then you hear two people drawing their swords, and then two other people drawing swords as well. You'd best prove yourself worthy, or my incompetence might have you hanging in the town square by nightfall. Very well, listen. I have, I have a plan. I've had the priests of Curvinius tailed for three days now. One of them has a secret he would likely prefer to keep private. I've sent him a letter threatening to reveal his misdeeds. He will comply with our request and open the vault for us. My men will retrieve the orb, and you can secure its transport to Oze. When can you expect to obtain the orb? Tonight. Very well. We can meet at midnight outside of town on the road to Uni. All the other men sheathe their blades, and it seems like people are walking towards the door to walk outside. And then the static cuts out and silence. Mayumi. Yep. I don't know if you remember, but uh, there it, it seemed like everybody didn't like us in the city, right? Yeah, pretty uh, big racism big. vibes. Yeah, big time. Um, um, yeah, well, I, I, I figured out who were the people who were chasing us, uh, who, who they're with. Um, basically, uh, the Rosado Thieves Guild, uh, they were hired by... Drumroll, please. Captain Aura. Uh, to basically kind of bullies, bully us out of town and maybe get some information out of us. Captain Hora, as you can recall, was there on the sidelines with us when we attacked the fortress um, a couple of episodes ago. Not a big deal. Um, and... Yeah, he was also being kind of a dick to us sometimes, but um, he was also on our side when he came to getting this crystal. And it's interesting to know that he actually hired some people uh, to bully, bully us out of here. Uh, you guys hear some static coming in from your earrings of far speech. Hello? Guys! Can you hear Hello? me? Is anyone yeah. here? Fulcrum! Kira! Hey. So, I, I need help. I need help right now, guys. 
I'm uh, I'm somewhere in the thieves guild. I'm uh, I'm with Captain Ferrana, and we're we we lost everyone. We're just uh, we're surrounded. There's thieves everywhere. Uh, let's go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's go. Where are you guys? Where are you guys we're right actually now? we're actually in the Ocean Spirit Inn right now. Yeah, chilling. So we're actually pretty far away. Um, All right. But, um, well, good thing I just heard let's... you say you know where the Thieves Guild is because uh, you're <laughs> I not hoping... come here right now. I was hoping to get the thieves get on our side, but okay, it's all good. Yeah, no, they're not on our side, dude. <laughs> okay, it's all good. Well, okay, uh, uh, okay, I need uh, Kira to roll me stealth, please. Okay, I rolled a twenty-one. All right, perfect. So a thief just walks by you and looks at looks in your direction in the shadows and then keeps walking. They're clearly searching for someone, and you hear them muttering something about an intruder. I saw him go this way. He was carrying the woman. He can't be far. Stay close. Guys, hurry. Hurry! I... Is anybody in the inn? Uh, how do you check? There's no one in the room. Atanaka! What time of the day is it? It's like 6 in the evening. Atanaka's gotta be here. Okay, I go upstairs to the room. I've already barged in once. I barged in again. (laughs) Uh, you barged into the room, but you see Atanaka is not in his room right now. Check Drim's room. Drim is always there. Drim? I start knocking on Drim's door. What? Drim, Drim guy. Drim. What? I'm busy. I need to talk to you, sir. What? What's so important that you need to talk to me right now? I need to know where the pottery shop is. Look, I'm doing something very sensitive. All right? I can't be bothered. Do I break down the door? Don't break break down the door. Don't break down the door. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. And you hear him like uh, shuffling and like a bit of glass like is... (laughs) It seems to be like moving around uh, as he gets up and walks over to the door and opens the door. You see uh, an old man. Uh, he's got like a short white beard and uh, like a kind of like a blue pointed hat that's kind of lopsided a little bit. Uh, and he's got like a lot of wrinkles on his face. He's like, "What? What? What's so important?" Hello, good sir. I would like to know where the pottery shop is. The, the pottery shop. Do you know where the pottery shop is? Uh, right now. Okay, look, 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 you're going to walk off onto the pier and take the road up towards the marketplace, and then you take another road north, oh. and, and you can't miss it. Uh, like... Fukuru, Hades, yeah. Hades can take you. Okay. Hades is at the end. Thank you, sir. Uh, true, Hades is at the end, eh? Yeah, Hades is actually lying down in the corner of the uh, lobby. He's just kind of looking at you guys. Both of his arms are crossed. And he's got it like sleep, like sleeping, but like he opens an eye when you guys talk, and then he closes his eyes again. Yo, put the put the earring on Hades. Wait, here we go. Put it on Hades. Hades. We, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna need you to I'm gonna need you to come find us. Right now, I'm having like the best nap. We're uh, we're kind of in trouble, man. I need you to come find us. You need to take uh, Fukuru and uh, Mayumi. Alright, it's good. Alright, alright, alright. Let me let me see if I can sniff you out. Alright, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. He's like starts like getting up and he's like moving his joints a little bit and like stretching his neck. He's like a big black dog. You guys see Hades walk to the entrance of the inn and start walking outside. He's not waiting for you guys. He's just going. I'm following him. Yeah. Hades, wait, wait up. Up. So, uh, do, do you all want me to join you? Or, do you need uh, all the help we can get? Yeah, yeah. Alright, alright, I'll, I'll follow along. Fuck it. 
in for the ride. All right, you guys all walk out of the lobby. As you guys walk out of the lobby, uh, you just hear Jim's voice say, Okay, bye. Then he turns and closes the door. Okay. All right. Um, I, fo- I follow... Hades the- actually does not... Uh, he starts sniffing on the ground something, and he's actually not going in the direction Drim gave you. He's not going towards the central square. He starts uh, walking on the pier north. Uh, there's a slight cliff uh, north where the pier ends, and he's like uh, slowly sniffing his way in that direction. Okay, he got a 15 plus. Three. He got an 18. Yeah, he actually makes his way all the way to a manhole at the top of um, uh, at the edge of the pier and he looks at it and starts sniffing and looks back at the three of you and starts barking loudly uh, I opened the manhole five can okay, somebody help Yumi, me please Yumi's trying and she can't get it open alright 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 I'll, I'll open this manhole okay nine that's enough uh, Golarak just he gets in like the perfect squat position this is like his uh, his glutes are like maxed out, you know, outward, and uh, he Perfect bends form. down. Yeah, yeah, it's great for him. G- gets in there with his fingers and just pulls the manhole. I go first. Yeah. Right. Yes, boss. Okay. Uh, you guys uh, make your way down one after the other. Uh, you guys make your way down this manhole into a very narrow tunnel system. It's going both ways. But as you guys are walking towards the left, you notice that your earrings are pulsating at a much more rapid pace than towards the right. Which way do you guys want to go? Uh, wait, is the is the the dog with us? Dog's with you, yeah. He is he? Down. Can we follow him? Can we follow the big guy? Yeah, he's actually going towards the left. Okay. You guys follow Hades, uh, and there's like a, a small stream of water going downhill towards the sea, which is behind you guys, uh, as you guys make your way uh, inwards and more inland. Um, you're in like, like a small circular pipe. The small circular pipe opens up into a lar- much larger room with a small platform below you, and uh, maybe to you guys are going west. So to the northwest of this giant room, there's a larger pit with another floor below. Uh, and there's two exits, one to the north and one to the south. Fukur, you are the you and Mayumi notice uh, on the far south of this room. Uh, there's two uh, people. It looks like two. Uh, you hear two footsteps, two sets of footsteps of people approaching, and they seem to be holding torches. They're coming in your direction. Is there any place we can hide in? I want to try uh, a move called fire manipulation. <laughs> can augment or diminish the size and intensity of nearby of any nearby flames. So I want to, like, dim those lights. 13. Okay, yeah. So the two thieves walk into the room onto the platform that's just beneath the sewer opening that you guys are standing in. And right as they're passing in front of you, both torches just disappear. And they're like, whoa, what the fuck? Uh, one of them says, do you got a flint and steel? We got to relight these. He's trying to relight the, the torch right now. You see some sparks coming out. I want to just take out my loot. And start singing. Down <laughs> <laughs> the manhole comes the two little thieves. Oh, there goes their light. Down go the thieves. I got a natural 20. 
natural oh 20. Oh my god. That does it, my friend. Uh, with a natural 20, uh, you uh, freak out both of these thieves who drop their torches and just start running uh, towards the northern direction, screaming. Uh, they pull out a key, open the door to the north, and run towards the north. Did they close the door back? No. They're just running, screaming. There's a ghost! There's a ghost! Let's follow the dog. Yep. Okay, Hades gets down, and he actually goes towards the south. He makes his way through a series of corridors, uh, and uh, you guys actually um, turn a corner, and you come face-to-face with Kira, who is holding the body of a woman dressed in military uniform in his hands. So I am a very tall, pretty beef guy, uh, blue hair, um, wearing a uh, blue armor plate. I usually, you can see my, uh, I carry a battle axe as my weapon of choice, a golden battle axe. And um, you also see my dog, Akila, which is a a pretty wolf-like white dog. Uh, that's next to me. So, yeah. yeah. Hades runs up to you and jumps on you and starts licking your face. Tries to. I know you'd find us, Hades. You're the best. I give him miss a nice you, hug. man. I miss you so much. Dude, I give him a, I give him a little dog treat. Guys, guys, who's that? This is my old friend, Golrak. We fought in the piss together once. You hear the footsteps of at least six people coming from behind where you guys just came from. Six people are coming. Everybody walk down, walk down. Did I get to see any of the of the Thieves Guild people when I scared them off? Yeah. Okay, I got a, I got a good look at them. At their faces? Not necessarily their faces, what they were wearing. I don't need their faces. Yes, yes. Okay. Um, I would like to use a disguise self. To disguise myself into a thieves guild member so i'm like guys just go hide behind me i'll, I'll get rid of them and i say Nulda. <laughs> <laughs> i say like sorry, i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry noodle <laughs> I haven't seen that guy in four days and he's saying weird stuff singing songs <laughs> in the dark dude you guys you don't even know how much trouble he caused without even knowing well i mean it helped me. I got this beautiful mask. Um, so I want, basically, uh, just to read this, the spell, uh, you make yourself, including your clothing, armor, weapons, and other belongings on your person look differently, uh, different until the spell ends, which is an hour, or until you see you, you use your action to dismiss it. Uh, when everyone uses a uh, spell. Anyways. So I want to disguise myself uh, as a uh, Thieves Guild boy. We're turning a corner and we're doing like in Scooby Doo. All our heads are like peeking through. <laughs> like, <looking at> <laughs> Perfect. That's what I needed to know. Okay. Kira's okay. head is like in the middle because he's shorter than uh, George. Okay. Who's? I right, just want to point that out. Yeah. Why not? You're the shortest, so you're at the yeah, bottom. It's a. It's not a problem for me. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. Saying, I'm, just, I'm, just I'm not insecure about my height. I'm just buddy. making sure you know that like you're still. Actually, the it's the dogs who are the lowest ones. Yeah. Golarak, you notice a door right in front of you. Two doors, actually. One right in front of you and one slightly to your left as well. Uh, like on the same wall as us? On the, on the opposite wall of you guys. On the opposite wall. Okay, I'm going to keep an eye on those doors and like 
like just basically turn myself and not peek over Scooby-Doo style, as opposed to them. Six thieves uh, turn the corner, and they all have torches. There you are! Uh, I heard of the intruder. He went through the door, the northern door. Okay, let's go, everyone. Move up! And they start moving up uh, towards the northern door. Okay, they're further away, and you hear their footsteps disappear. You're back in the darkness. Okay. I'm just gonna stay like this. <laughs> um, Alright, guys. You guys get out of the hiding spot. <laughs> or whatever you are. So, as the thieves retreat from the area, and the footsteps disappear, you all turn to look at the two doors behind you. And listen. From the door on the left, you hear... Uh, help me! And the door on the right, you hear someone muttering to himself, and you hear him say, Averro! No, 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 no. Averro! No, that's not right. Averro! Okay. Uh, Let's Guardium Liviosa. 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 I'm going to approach uh, the, the door of, like, the moaning, and... Uh, Listen, listen closer to see if I can, like, picture if it's like a someone that's injured or like some other shit. You hear? <laughs> All right, uh, I'm not trying to catch Corona, so I'm just gonna back up and go towards the other guys. <laughs> see, yeah, you hear him say, "God damn it, Dennis sold me this book for fifty coins, and it's completely useless." You suddenly hear him stop talking and listen for a few seconds. Then, you hear the sound of a chair scraping against a stone floor, and footsteps approaching your direction. I'm still holding a uh, captain, Piranha, so I'm just gonna, with one hand, I'm just gonna grab my flute and uh, ready up. Okay, uh, the doorknob starts turning, and the door starts opening, and you guys see uh, a man wearing like the same garment as the other thieves are, but his hood is not up. Uh, he's he has like a sl- slight mustache. He looks kind of like uh, in his late twenties, and uh, you notice black leather gloves that he's wearing. Uh, as he opens the room, you see there's a small candlelight illuminating the room that he's in, and he's he was clearly sitting at a desk with a large tome on that desk. Uh, to the right of that desk is a doorway that's open, and it looks like there's like a cave on the other side. And mm-hmm. to the left of that desk is another door that's closed. That's it. So, so the, the door to the the door to, just sorry, the door to the left leads to the other guy who's been uh, like uh, it goes into the direction of the guy who's been moaning. Yes, exactly. Okay, just to make sure. Yeah, uh, and he looks at all of you and says, "Oh fuck!" I, I'm gonna yell Aquila and I'm gonna blow my flute. He, he understands that as uh, as bite. Akila jumps on this guy's arm. He actually like bites into this guy's neck as this guy falls on the ground, so it's bleeding out. And he's like, <gasps> he's gonna, he can barely breathe, but he's not dead. He's just looking at you guys with like terror in his eyes. I go down to him, very very close, and I want to like I want to then say, Nulda. Turn back into the jester with the mask. Look deep inside of his soul and say, "What is your name?" Nephilim. Okay, I stab him. Right. 
and he dies on the ground. <laughs> Can I go? I, I, I go look at the at the book he was uh he was reading. Okay, uh, you go to this, uh, investigate the book that he was reading. Uh, you see a large textbook with old parchment pages on it, and all of the writing is in like a dark red color. Uh, yeah, and you kind of flip through these pages. Uh, you're you see a bunch of it looks like a spell book maybe. Run to the corner. I got twenty nine. This guy turns the corner, and right as he turns the corner, he just slices his throat, and he falls on the ground. <laughs> Alright, we, we, should, we should try to make our way to the exit now. Uh, you notice uh, Aquila and Hades are, like, growling. And they seem to be growling in the direction from the south southern direction. What's up, guys? In that corridor? What's up? You guys, hear, you guys hear something? There's more people coming. I can hear them. Alright, let's go. Let's get going, guys. Yeah, let's get going, guys. Let's go through this cave, alright? I mean, we don't have any choice now. And also, oh yeah, let's also close the door and try to lock it. This, this, this syphilis or whatever his name is have keys. I mean, I have syphilis. an errand key. I have an errand key that I found. Her. So, okay, uh, let's, let's try to put everybody get back into this guy's room. Let's try to close the door and lock it. All right, let's try. Can I lock it? Does it work? With the the errand key I found. Yes, it works. Click. Perfect. Oh, Lock. Right, let's go into this All cave. Right, let's go, boys. <laughs> yeah, you guys, uh, you guys make your way into the side cave. Uh, this looks like a, a larger cave. Um, maybe. Uh, 10 meters across, kind of circular, uh, and it's going west and east. Uh, and there's a small underground river uh, going towards the east. Follow the money. Okay, you guys start walking down the river, uh, and uh, at some point, the river turns into a uh, goes over a small cliff, uh, becomes a tiny waterfall, and opens up into a much wider cavern, large spherical cavern. Okay, you guys uh, walk down into the southern tunnel. It's a larger tunnel here, maybe 15 feet wide, 10 oh. feet high. You guys hear in the distance a sound. It sounds like drums. Is there a festival? Right in front or behind us? Right in Actually. front of you guys. Yeah, Probably below town and there's, yeah. a, there's a festival or something. Yes, w- wasn't there supposed to be a festival for the like forest thing? The ritual of the life of the forest, one thousand year ritual. So yeah, it's probably the festival. Like. Yeah, yeah, we got it. Buddy. <laughs> yeah, we, we got. It. You guys see like a, a small rope ladder on the right, leading up to what looks like a manhole. Um, yeah, and it sounds like you can hear like drums, like light drumming, and you see like a small light. It's one manhole. It's one manhole with many holes in it, and there's light coming in through those holes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> beams okay. of light. But these light, these beams of light are being. Um, cut by, it looks like people walking over in a rhythmical fashion. Okay. Alright, try to peek. Try to take a little peek. Uh... Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go up and uh, try to take a little peek to see, like, without pushing it open, just like looking through to see if I can notice. Go around, like, you, you put your hands on this rope ladder and you start climbing a little bit, and it's like, kind of like, it's like swinging a little bit from side to side. Um, the rest of you, Fukur, Mayumi, and Kira, you, you hear a terrifying sound coming from your left. It sounds like a creature going and you see a blue light, like a flash of blue light from your left. There was a blue uh, light. It's very scary. Do we see anything if we look in that direction? Are you sure it wasn't one of our earrings of far speech? <laughs> you guys look in that direction and you see nothing. There's and then, nothing, what you mean? And then all of a sudden and you see another blue flash of light and you hear like a sound. 
Oh yeah, it was exactly that thing. Actually, let's get out of here. Uh, can you can you give us some light here, Mimi? <coughs> yeah. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna uh, grab my battle axe and press my ring on on the metal, and it's gonna activate Radiant Dawn, and my axe is gonna start glowing. Okay, yeah, your axe that. starts to emanate light in all directions, illuminating the the surrounding area. There is a wooden cart. Uh, it looks like there's a cloth on the wooden cart covering up something, and once again. <coughs> You see the blue light under the cloth flashing uh, as you hear movement from under this cloth as the cloth shakes a little bit. Goldrack, mm. go open that. <laughs> <laughs> Goldrack, go. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll take out my two like hand axes um, and kind of like slowly approach it and use one of the hand axes to like nudge the, the cart. Okay. Uh, you... Uh, you start nudging the cart a little bit, and uh, as you nudge it, you your hand axe like hits something like metallic, and blue light again as you touch it emanates from whatever it is, like almost like a flash of electricity. And then you hear from it like, <laughs> and you see the like a lot a lot more movement happening from under the uh, cloth. <clears throat> the cart starts to actually physically shake a little bit. There, there's nothing. There's nothing good in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Alright, uh, guys, uh, I'm gonna be honest, this shit does not look good. Uh, yeah, okay. I'll climb up. I'll climb up. Oh, 18. Okay, for crew, you just grab onto that rope ladder and navigate up towards the manhole. You put put a slight pressure on the manhole, peeking out, and you see that maybe like three meters away from you is the main street, but you're in a small alleyway right now in Risato Town, and it looks like like a small uh, parade is happening with drums, trumpets, uh, but you can't quite see because the manhole's in the way right now. Um, but it looks like the coast is clear around you as far as you can see. Okay, I push it out. I push it like completely open. Okay, uh, as you push it completely open, you are now in a small alleyway. There's several like barrels and uh, different like cloths that are kind of like stacked up. Uh, here it looks like a storage area for a, a small shop. Uh, you see a woman actually like sweeping. It looks like it's like five in the morning right now, and she's like sweeping dust, and she just like opens her mouth and stares at you. I I, I, I turn at her and I and I like I have my mask on. I just wink. <laughs> Can you <laughs> no, see your eyes mask. through your mask? Oh no, she can't. Then. But uh, you wink anyway. <laughs> it basically, looks like you're just staring at her. She, well, actually, I, I pull I pull it up a bit, and you just see my mouth, and I smile. I just put it back down. She goes, ah! drops their broom and starts running in the opposite direction. That's fine. Whatever. But the drums were so loud that no one else seems to have noticed. It's fine. The, the, natural, drums? the natural light goes into the cave now. That's what I'm kind of hoping for. Yeah. Now that we warning? have light, why are there yeah. drums? There's, There's a, a festival. There's a parade yeah, happening. Six times, dude. <laughs> Uh, people don't seem to be paying attention to you because everyone is just focused on this parade. There's a small crowd gathering on the sidelines of the parade as uh, people are cheering and some kids are outside with their parents as well. And uh, yeah, people seem very happy. You guys see get a better look at this parade right now as a group. Uh, you notice quite a few things in this parade. There's actually a red dragon float, like several people carrying like on a stick, like a, a long uh, red dragon. Um, there's uh, a lot of confetti being thrown up in the air. Uh, there's some like dancers wearing like red outfits, who are like acrobatic dancers. Uh, yeah, 
And you guys uh, see in your alleyway, there's like a cart with uh, some pumpkins inside of it and a bit of cloth over it. Uh, and it's kind of like a wheelbarrow car- cart as well. We need to get uh, Captain Ferrana to the inn. And we need to go find Captain Decca immediately. Captain Hora is not to be trusted. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know, I know. I got uh, I got that information. Uh, I heard him talk with a... They have a meeting at midnight where you have to intercept. <laughs> well, Karachi, uh, you heard that in the earring, so it's probably through Kira's earring that you're hearing it. <laughs> 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 I hated that. I mean, don't, don't, don't laugh at me. You need to know that either. Okay, somebody's, uh, somebody's touchy on that subject. <laughs> hey, don't laugh. I'm not here. I'm here gathering information, dude, all right? Sure. All right. So, so yeah, we need to find Captain Decca and warn him about the meeting, and uh, maybe we get reinforcement. I see. I see. I see. Uh, a yeah, woman okay. and her child actually turn from the crowd and look at you, uh, Kira, carrying like a Captain Ferrana's bloody body. Unconscious soldier. Yeah, and, uh, and yeah, they're just like people start staring a little bit, and people are turning and noticing. All right, I'm gonna empty the the pumpkins. Okay. Out of the the little. Uh, um, wagon, cart, wagon, whatever. And uh, I'm gonna put her in it, and I'm gonna cover her with the cloth. Okay, it's kind of like a wheelbarrow, so you can kind of like yeah. pretend you're carrying pumpkins. You notice a few more things. You notice uh, a series of priests, uh, the same priests that you noticed at the temple before, wearing these red robes. This time they're wearing like these like straw hats, these pointed straw hats, and uh, they're carrying two banners. One banner is large cloth banner, beige with like a symbol of a moon on it. And then another one with the symbol of a sun on it. Isn't there a guy over Captain Decca? I don't know Sura, but he's he's uh he's um he's a good guy, but like he doesn't believe that like he's not gonna buy that Captain Hora is a bad guy. Why not? Captain okay. Decca doesn't like Captain Hora either. Because he's uh, Captain like we're we're strangers, and Captain Hora is a captain in the military. Who's he gonna believe? Of course, gonna believe Captain Hora. We need yeah. a captain on our side. Uh, okay, you walk up to a kid and his father, and uh, you uh, you ask him where the Ocean's Inn is, and he just looks at you and says, isn't that in next to the dock or something like that? Yeah, it is. Where's yes, the- yes. Shut yes. the fuck up, you. Sorry. Is everything okay? Yeah, it's just the... He gets a... He butts in a lot. Okay. Uh, anyway, listen, uh, all you gotta do, I mean, it's pretty crowded in the streets right now, but if you just follow the parade, uh, it'll bring you to the central square, and then you keep going down, and uh, that should bring you to the docks. Thanks, boss. No problem. He actually starts walking in that direction, too. It seems like the crowd starts like following along with the parade, like they're all going towards the central square. Okay, okay. I'm gonna try to, to, to props the kid. Just give him, give, it, give him some knuckles. Does it work? One. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You killed the kid. Okay, you uh, you you try to like props the kid, but the kid says, "Ah, you smell! Get away from me!" And the dad just kind of pulls his kid away, but the kid screaming attracts a bit of attention to people around. You notice on the other side of the street, two hooded figures. They turn to look directly at you. 
but there are like oh. there's a lot of people separating you guys. Like maybe like like forty people. You know, the, the whole parade is separating you two. But from the other side of the parade, you can see two hooded figures, and they kind of notice you, my unit. Yeah, go. We need to go. Yeah, let's go. Can we, can we like kind of follow along the parade, but like through alleys, so that we're not like in the crowd, or like not as visible? Yeah, let's go. Let's do that. Yeah, that's smart. That's a smart move. Okay, uh, you guys uh, start making your way uh, backwards into sm- small alleyways uh, parallel to the parade, and you're kind of following the flow of the parade, if I understand correctly. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys keep doing this until you reach a much larger area that you recognize as a central square where the marketplace usually is. But it seems like everything is much different than you last recall. There's a large wooden platform in the center of the central square. Uh, there's a huge crowd of people here. Um, all gathered in the central square, all around this large wooden platform. On the far other opposite end of this crowd is the small opening leading to the uh, road going down towards the harbor. You see the ocean in the far distance with some seagulls and ships. Uh, On this wooden platform uh, is a large metallic-looking basket. It's a metallic basket. Um, It looks almost like you would put like a bonfire in there, like a large torch. Uh, you also notice a few things. Kira, you notice uh, Mina Yamano, that you might recall. Do you recall I this do character? Recall. And her sister Ari. They're both standing uh, on this stone platform, uh, and next to a man dressed in very fine robes. Um, Mr. Asai. With a small beard. And a woman next to him, uh, who has like dark black hair. Uh, and also also dressed in, in very nice robes. You also see Admiral Usura on this uh, large stone platform. And you see a, a priest dressed in red clothing and also wearing one of these straw hats. Straw pointed hats. He's got like mm-hmm. a, a dark gray beard. A uh, long dark gray beard. Uh, so Mina actually looks at you, Kira, and makes eye contact with you. I don't react. She looks away. Uh, so you also notice that there's a a table with like a small tent uh, and uh, you see the parade kind of like circles around and the whole like float kind of like creates like a circle around the center platform the priest uh, speaks up um, and starts speaking while he's speaking what are you guys doing seems like he's addressing the crowd make your way through the crowd with the cart I don't think we do yeah, we can wait or, or, and just you, listen or, to the speech. Or you can go yeah, around. We can, yeah, we can wait. We can wait. Okay. Wait till the cr- crowd disperse. Oh, isn't, is this too bad? No, she's not. We have an unconscious body with us. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he, he yeah, put we, it in the pumpkin basket and covered it with the yeah, cloth. Yeah. 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 And yes. Being <laughs> under party. <laughs> there, are, there are still pumpkins as well. Yeah, yeah, of course. Oh, well, no. You gotta have a nice mix, a healthy mix. In case I can, I need to pull out a pumpkin. <laughs> but, uh, pumpkin here? for sale. Well, it's just pumpkins. Okay, yeah, so... you want a pumpkin here? Take pumpkin. <laughs> you hear the priest right. say, um, Thank you all, thank you. Please, settle down. It is with joy in my heart that I hand over the flame of Curvimius on this day of the summer solstice to none other than Aroku Yamano. The beloved patron of our town. Everyone starts clapping. Woo! Uh, the man standing next to Mina and Ari, uh, the guy in noble robes, raises his hand and kind of smiles to the crowd. 
It is thanks to his contributions that our town remains safe and we continue to stave off the Mondrom forces. People start cheering again. Law and order. This guy's firing us up here. <laughs> the priest grabs the, uh, has like a lit torch, hands it over to uh, Aroku Yamano. And Aroku Yamano walks over to this large metallic bonfire and lights it on fire, creating a large fire that starts smoking up into the sky far distance. Everyone starts cheering and cheering and cheering. I would like to do a perception check. What are you looking for? Is anybody looking at anyone in our party? Sure, go ahead and roll. 18. Uh, you look around and you spot the two hooded figures and they're actually staring at you. Uh, can I do something, uh, Milton? I want to try to do something. Yeah. Uh, I want to, uh, like the flame that they just uh, ignite, I want to, like, make it even bigger. <laughs> Go ahead and roll me a 10, please. Oh, oh, that, okay. 18. 18, yeah, you, you, um, you guys see Mayumi, like, stick her hand out a little bit and concentrate, and you guys just see the flame just kind of growing in size a bit, and people start cheering even more. Yeah, so yeah that's like crazy, like, woo! Woo! <laughs> All the priests ah. think that he's actually God. I want to use this my advantage. Yeah, use it. Let's go. Um, yeah, it's fine. I just want to go, like, down. Literally just, like, crash. <laughs> I want to get on all fours and start uh, walking on all fours. You're, you're successfully getting on all fours, and you're kind of, like, weaving your way, like, really weirdly, like, the kind of like acrobatically uh, through a bunch of people's legs. <laughs> okay, uh, the speech continues. As you all know, the Solstice Festival serves a yearly purpose. The heart crystals, forged deep in the Panish Mountains, have been brought to us for the fusion of the two orbs. And everyone goes, <laughs> It is by the grace of our yearly rite that we harness the power of the forest spirits and protect both ourselves and the entire Kyrian Empire from southern invaders. And people start screaming again. You guys see, uh, hear a voice coming from the, uh, the southern side of the city square. Sorry, the eastern side of the city square. Uh, it sounds like the voice of an old man, and he screams, Heresy! We enslave the spirits of the forest through our greed and corruption! The forest dies because of you and your false god! And everyone here says, boo, boo. And you guys uh, see like a bunch of guards like going, grabbing him and pulling him out of the crowd. So an awkward like silence reigns for a little bit. And then the priest speaks up again and says, As I was saying, we have many enemies, some even from within. Mm. Let yeah. us not forget the beauty and might Curvemius has granted us. And that it is by his grace, our families live on this land. And people start clapping again. And now, without further ado, I give you the fusion ceremony. And uh, they, from that little tented, like, wooden table on the stone platform, they pull out like, a large cloth. And you guys see two stacks of heart crystals. Those heart crystals that you guys collected uh, sitting on this table. Uh, they, uh, The priest... Uh, closes his eyes and puts a hand out to this large bonfire as two large streaks of fire come spewing out of the fire and envelop both of these hard crystal stacks. Uh, they seem to like light up uh, as their temperature rises. 
and you guys see them kind of like metamorphose and slowly take different shapes as both each of them takes the shape of a, a, a spherical orb of a dark color. Uh, one has like a, a small like white light that's creeping in it and uh, over a black background and the other one has like uh, is just completely white and bright. Uh, people start uh, screaming and screaming and screaming. <laughs> I'm slowly start start leaving this this the the scene. Okay, let me stop. Scooby Doo style as well. Um, you go to the cartwheel and you just pick up the cartwheel and start walking towards the crowd. And one of the guards just looks at you and says, "Hey, you there? What are you doing? That's not your cart." Uh, that actually is my cart. Oh yeah, what's yeah. in it? Well, pumpkins are in it. I actually sell pumpkins. Do you want one? Yeah, I would like a pumpkin. Why don't you I go ahead and lift up that cloth? I I lift the tiny corner of it, pull out a pumpkin, and hand it to him. Okay, roll me deception, please. What does that go to? With under charisma and Jesus. with advantage, because you actually okay. get a pumpkin. Yeah. I left the pumpkins in. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, advantage. Oh, oh. <laughs> so not still not good though. Ten, That's a big win though. That's a big win. That's a big win. It's true. That could have been the worst. That could have ended the episode. Did you get it? Ten. Ten. ten yeah. Uh, he says, ah, "No, no, 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 no. You're not gonna get away with that. I want to see the entire cart. Lift up that blanket." And he uh, puts his hand on his blade. Can I? Can I intervene and be like, "Hey, hold on." Uh... He, he's actually with me. Yeah, you can try. Persuasion with advantage because you have the military outfit. Fuck. Oh my god. Ah, <laughs> uh, 15. 15. Uh, the guy looks at you and says, Yeah, I don't recognize you. What's your name, soldier? Uh, my name is uh, Golarak Hiladar. Okay. I, I've actually just, just recently uh, you know, got here. But uh, yeah, he, he, he's with me. We're, we're uh, serving under Captain Decca. Okay, I still want to see what's in that cart. Uh, I just, yeah, I get but... really close, I re- I get, I'm gonna get really close in his face and say, uh, who are you? God damn it, dude, nine. <laughs> Shit. He looks at you and says, why, why are you, why are you questioning me? Okay, I'm a guard, you shouldn't be questioning me. I'm questioning I, you. I answer to Captain Decca and Admiral Asura only. Okay, well, he looks at, uh... Under whose command are you? He looks at Golarak, he looks at you, he's like, I- I'm under Captain Hora's command, but look, if you're working with Captain Decca, then that's alright. Move along, please. Just hurry up. I, sk- I skedaddle. Yeah. Pretty quickly. You pick up the car. I follow them. Yeah, you start walking exactly. away. <laughs> George, run in front of the run in front of the cart. Clear, clear a path. <laughs> yeah, I'll, like clear the crowd. Right. Make... Seven foot one when everybody's five foot five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, <laughs> two feet. Yeah, you guys, uh, you guys make your way finally to this uh, the southern, the eastern bottleneck of the central. Job boys. Yeah, big jobs. And you make your way back to the old spirit inn. You guys, as you guys approach the Old Spirit Inn, it's like, now it's like noon, and you see old man Hatanaka on the docks, and he's kind of like sweeping in front of his inn. He says, oh, hello there! 
It's been uh, it's been a while. I haven't seen a uh, lot of you. Hey, 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 man. Hey there, bud. What's uh, what's uh, in the cart over there? Um, there's one pumpkin. That's for sure. Yeah, there's, there's one. <laughs> there's there's pumpkins. You want a pumpkin? Uh, sure. Why not? Uh, dude, I, I trust Hatanaka actually. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm just gonna give him a pumpkin actually, unless he insists. Thank you. I I never. I, I I never expected you to go grocery shopping for me, but thank you. Yeah. I'll make I'm pumpkin a... soup tonight. Yeah, that's what I wanted to hear. It's, uh, so I, I get to, I bring a uh, uh, Captain Ferrana to to a room, and uh, how's she doing? She uh, she still good? Nicholas says, "Oh," as he sees you pick her up from the cart and bring her yeah. into the uh, inn, uh, and there's like a a large table in the center of the lobby and it's clear right now. Do you, you want to put her there? I, I, I'll put her there. I'll put her there. Okay, you kind of clear like some plates and stuff and you, you put her down. She's breathing um, okay. but she, her breathing looks labored and she's still unconscious. Anyone uh, anyone here has some healing uh, abilities? Yep. Maybe um, you could also ask Drim. Yeah, I got something. Alright, well Mayumi, Mayumi's into, herba, into herbs, you know? <laughs> yeah, but what <laughs> Yeah. What type of injuries does uh, does she have? Can you, uh, do you know? You don't see any injuries when you look at her body. I'm just gonna say that. Oh, she's fully dressed though. I mean, Mayumi can look. We can. Yeah, I can look like. Hey, everybody yeah. upstairs. Yeah, everybody, <laughs> everybody turn around. Yeah, I can look. <laughs> May, Mayumi, you uh, you look at her abdomen and you see like a gash across her abdomen and there's like a black liquid inside of the gash and just like these like black veins. Um, spreading out from the the gash, and her, she yeah. she looks pale and she's breathing in a very labored way. Yeah, that's poison. That's poison. If uh, yeah, can somebody yeah. just call the? Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go knock on Jim's door. I'm gonna knock on Jim's door. Yeah, good idea. Hello. Uh, I'm gonna. Jim. What? I need your help, Jim. He opens the door, and uh, like a green toad just like starts like popping out of his room. God damn it! <laughs> but he doesn't actually run after it. He's like, "What do you want? Who is that?" Captain Ferrana, captain of the Sinkfall military. He's uh, dying. Oh, that's not good. That is not good indeed. Okay, 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 okay. This is what we're gonna do. Listen, okay. Uh, I need, yeah. uh, I need you. And he points to Kira. He says, "Get me a collagen for my room." Uh, and uh, he looks at Fukuro and says, "Draw water from the basin." I need a source of heat. Does anyone have some heat or something they can put in the fireplace? Yeah, I got it. I just do like a like a punch towards the fireplace to ignite some fire. <laughs> Alright, yeah, you light a fire in the fireplace. I need a towel or a rag or something. Does anyone have something like that? My, uh, I'm, sure the in I'm sure the innkeeper <laughs> has a... What's the name of the innkeeper again? Hatanaka. Hatanaka. Yeah. Hatanaka. Uh, and he goes into like the back storage room and he pulls out like a, a little rag. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, he goes back in his room and he's whispering, he's like, some marigold. Uh, he's then... in his room right now? Yeah. And I'm in a, he, he sent me to his room to look for a cauldron? Yes. Alright. To grab the so cauldron like, and take... bring it. Okay, okay. Alright, alright. Okay, I go and grab it. Okay. And he's like... <laughs> you get it. God forbid. God forbid. Dude. He's like, next to the cauldron, Kira, find me a cauldron. <laughs> <laughs> in my room. <laughs> and he he pulls out like a red vial from the wall. 
and like a mortar and pestle. He uh, goes uh, to the cauldron and uh, uh, tells Fukuru to put the uh, water in the cauldron. And then he puts the cauldron on the fire. The water begins to boil. Drim uh, takes a little flour and crushes it into a paste. Takes a small leaf and crushes the leaf into the cauldron and places the paste in the cauldron, starts stirring. And he starts pronouncing uh, an incantation as he's emptying the red vial in the cauldron. He says. <laughs> and a yellow smoke starts to exude from the cauldron. Uh, and uh, he soaks the rag in the co- in the concoction of the of the cauldron. And he brings the rag to the wound and sque- squeezes the rag so the liquid falls in the cursed wound. And you start seeing the wound begin to close. Uh, as the veins begin to like draw back and disappear. Good job, boys. Good team. I uh, I put a high five for to Drim. He looks at you and like tosses the rag at you and says, "Clean up after me." And he grabs the toad and goes back in his room. And closes. It. Who exactly is this? Uh, does does Kira know? Kira probably knows. Uh, yeah, yeah. Drim. Uh, Drim's a. Uh... He's the in wizard, you know. He's been uh, okay. I see. I see. No, no. I was talking about. I was talking about the the, the woman on the table. Oh, okay, I thought you were talking about the wizard. I was like, no. Uh, uh, this is Captain Farana. She's actually um, uh, Captain. She used to be um, what's the role under Captain? What was Decca before? Just Decca. She was just a, a trooper, like a soldier, in under okay. Captain Farana. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, uh, he replaced. Uh, she's the captain. Uh, captain Decca replaced because she went to missing uh, like a few days ago, and uh, yeah, she's uh, she's wh- the one captain that uh, kind of is on her side. You know, she believes us since the start. So she for sure knows uh, about Captain Hora, and she can testify against him with us. So uh, Admiral Sura believes this. So we kind of need her word. Especially if Decca's not here. Okay, cool, cool. Good to know. How, uh... I want to ask Drim, how long does this, uh... Does this healing process work? Ah, uh, it could take uh, a few days. Okay, thanks. Hey, Drim! But she'll be fine, she'll be fine. Don't worry about her. Where do I put the cauldron? <laughs> just, just leave it, just leave it there, just leave it there. I'll, I'll, I'll bring it back in, just... Empty okay, it out and right. everything. You sure? You sure? Yeah, yeah. It's clean. I cleaned it. Fine, bring it in here. All right, I'll, I'll bring it. You bring it in the room. <laughs> I got in the room. I'm so happy. Yeah. <laughs> I run in the room. And I jump on the bed. Get the fuck <laughs> off my bed! <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm leaving. He telekinesis you off his bed. And into, the, into the lobby. And you go sliding onto the floor, banging your head against a chair. 